Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I'm joined with by Coach Lee Marie. And we are here to talk about Lee Marie's past two shows that she did in November. She um, competed in Iowa at Battle of the Champions at a regional show. And then just six days later, she was on the stage in Alexandria, Virginia, at the Ben Weeder Natural Pro-Am. So that's a drug-tested event where you can earn pro status. So let's talk about these back-to-back peak weeks. I know that this is something that some competitors have done in their span. I personally can tell you that I have never done a back-to-back peak week. So you've experienced something that I have not in my 30-plus shows. So first of all, um, how are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Yes, back-to-back peak weeks. Um, A back-to-back peak week, I've always done good doing back-to-back shows, but I've always had at least a week in between, um, like shows and peak weeks. But every time I do more than one show, I just keep improving. And so going through the whole show peaking process, it's like it gets my body rolling. And then the next show, I look better. The next show, I look better. But doing a back-to-back peak week was definitely um, another level of pushing. And usually when you come off of a show, you have a deload, you have, you know, refeeds and things like that. You're relaxing more. Um, And we were not doing that. We were pushing. (laughs) We pushed the cardio two weeks in a row. We pushed the steps. We didn't even taper that much cardio that first week. um, And then we kept it high and tapered again the second week. So um, it was definitely a big push, but my body responded really well. And the big show was the Ben Weeder. So the second show. So improving that much between shows like we did um, was really good. It was a good move and I love to grind. So I think it worked really well the way that we did the back-to-back peak weeks. And how much did you improve for the audience's reference? I stepped on stage at um, around 144 was my stage weight at um, the Iowa Battle of the Champions. And then I stepped on stage at Ben Weeder at 140, but looking fuller. So I did drop about four pounds, but was able to keep my muscles fuller, um, was able to be well hydrated. We did not um, use a water pill or cut water for the second show. We did do it for the first show. The first show I was on my period, which is just an interesting thing to note that it is possible to still maintain healthy female cycles while bodybuilding, while prepping. I know a lot of competitors do lose their cycle. And sometimes when you get that lean, you do lose it, but you shouldn't lose it. I mean, I've prepped with you and not had a cycle an entire prep. This prep, I had a cycle every single month all the way up until my first show. So, but you do have to kind of play around with your body retaining some water weight. And sometimes that can blur lines and things like that. So I did drop some water weight between shows, I know. um, But my lines came in a lot fuller, a lot clearer for that second show. Um, And... What else improved? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, so let's get back to just kind of like the water pill and the period thing. So, you know, this year it's been one of my things that I really tried to avoid using a water pill at all. And I just try to get my athletes lean enough 
and ready for show that they don't need that. And I have found too that just in working with females that, you know, I'm the first one to ever admit, like if I'm doing something that is not working advantageously that I'm going to stop doing it. I am not like too, I don't have too big of an ego that I have to say like, oh, okay, well, we always have to use a diuretic, you know, we always have to use a water pill. Um, So I've learned that by looking at these scenarios where I have used it and recently it's been just more like if somebody is on their cycle, we'll do it to just pull off some water retention. But in your case, even it kind of proved once again, that there's more of a cost than a benefit when it comes to that, because it can really make an athlete look a little bit squishy for lack of a better word. Uh, Their muscles just don't pop, don't push against the skin. So it makes them look less lean than they actually are. So that trade-off of what you're wanting to try to look like of being tighter is not there. And uh, I will tell you that all of my athletes stay 100% hydrated they're at the show. They're drinking water all the time. We're not limiting water. And that's been another big um, shift that I have recently kind of gone into that camp because I've just noticed that bodies look more fresh when they're hydrated and, you know, muscles are full and you can get a pump and it doesn't make you the only time you're going to look deconditioned is if you don't have the body fat off. It's not because of water. And in fact, it can do the opposite Uh, with aldosterone, a hormone that really rises when you're being dehydrated. It'll, you know, as an alert system to your body, it will have you hold on to water because it thinks that water is limited. So just keeping those in mind and the fact that we didn't do one for the next show um, was very advantageous for you because I felt like for one thing, the next day on the regional show, when you use the water pill, you had lost like an inch or two inches off your glutes. It was more than an inch. I don't know if it was quite yeah. two inches, but it was it was close. It was maybe like 1.6 yeah. or something like that. But my glutes Which, just fell. Yeah, because you were like, I just feel so bloated and everything. And I'm like, I really don't want to do a water pill. But if it makes you feel more confident, like, let's go ahead and do it. And I really feel like it made your tie-ins look non-existent because that, especially since the only place you lost was in your hips. Yeah. Um, so your glutes went down and then it, your muscles weren't pushing against the skin to make your tie-ins fully show. And they were literally there like earlier that week because mm-hmm. I had seen them in person on Monday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it definitely worked in our favor to not use the water pill at the Ben Weeder. You had crispy like pushing tie-ins, uh-huh. like we could yep. see the taper at the bottom. So that was good. Um, okay. Let's talk about the differences between hair and makeup at both these shows. Sure. Yeah. So, um, one thing that I really learned too is advocating for yourself and what looks good on you. And so definitely go into hair and makeup, having pictures. Um, when I went into the hair and makeup, which we used the, just the local show, um, people hair and makeup for Iowa versus Ben Weeder, Amy, you had your own people that you, you know, hired for us specifically. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
uh, that made a huge difference. So when I had, when I finished my makeup look and she pulled the photo or the mirror up and showed me, my heart just kind of dropped. And I, I just knew that I did not even like the way that I looked, let alone to step on stage feeling confident and having that it factor that the judges are looking for in bikini has everything to do with how confident and how beautiful you feel on stage and radiating that to the judges. I know Sandy, I have heard her say, Sandy, head, the head judge, the chairwoman um, for the MPC, um, she yeah, said several times that she, it doesn't matter to her whether you, you know, have short hair, long hair, shaved side, tattoos, whatever. If you walk on stage and you feel beautiful and you feel confident, she can tell. And that's how yeah. she judges people. And so I knew immediately that this, this makeup was not making me feel confident. And so I text Amy a picture. I text you a picture and you said, no, 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 no. Have them fix it. And I had not even considered that option that I could go back and be like, Hey, I don't like this makeup. Can you change it? And being nice and polite about it. Um, but yeah, you sent me immediately sent me three pictures and said, Hey, have them do this, have them change that. She had given me a bright red lip. Um, she had put like white glimmery white eyeshadow around the corners of my eyes. Um, I didn't feel like my lashes were very big. Um, there, there just was not a lot of, um, highlights for my face it kind of just matched my tan um and so I took the pictures back I went back the lady that did my makeup was busy doing someone else so someone else stepped in thankfully and she we wiped off my eye makeup she added different eyelashes she redid my lips to do more of a neutral lip um and it ended up being something that I was really happy with and actually felt really beautiful uh, but then going to, into the Ben Weeder, having a tested makeup artist that we trusted, I think she gave me the best look I've ever had. And so that really helped me walk out on stage with really good confidence. And I think that was part of the reason I got fifth. Yeah. And I have certain makeup artists that I really trust. And Elaine Goodlad is one of those. And she was the one that recommended uh, Donna Weggs and she's from Arizona. So they flew all the way out, her and her team, and they did a phenomenal job. It was the best makeup I've seen at a show, hands down, for all my competitors. I absolutely loved it. And if you look on Elaine's Instagram, you'll see like Jen Dory. She has a very neutral lip. Like she doesn't have a bright red lip. Um, there's a neutral palette in the eyes. They are very intense. They are very like cat like and like intense lashes. And brows are defined because you want to be able to see your expressions on stage under the lights. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, you know, the face should be lighter than the rest of the body. It shouldn't match the tan. There should be a little bit of a difference there. Um, they should know things about contouring. These things are all really, really important. And um, you do pay a lot of money. And so just being, you know, a proactive customer and making sure because a lot of people don't have the experience of what exactly show makeup should look like. So a lot of times people do very well with like a visual. And I find like even when I go to foreign countries, like a picture says a thousand words, right? Yeah. So um, words of advice there. Um, let's talk about your tan. Mm -hmm. So you use two different types of products. So at the regional show, they use liquid sunrays. Mm -hmm. And at Ben Wiener, they used Protan, Pro -tan? which yes. is my absolute favorite. I love the color of Protan. 
you really can't do wrong on that one. Even if you're doing it yourself, it's Mm -hmm. like so forgiving Mm -hmm. and very easy to touch up. Now the liquid sunrays, what I've noticed in the last decade of, you know, training women specifically in this division and seeing what certain bodies will turn green with liquid sun rays for whatever reason. This is kind of my public service announcement. If you know you're on your period and your tanner is going to be liquid sun rays, you really need to ask them for the pH balancer. It's called like green out or something like that. It is just a thing that happens with females. They turn green. And I remember at night. Your tanner will know what you're talking about. She will know exactly what you're talking about if you're on your period or going to get your period. Yes. And you were on your period. So I made sure I was checking you. Um, You were kind of covered up and I was like, no, no, no. I need to see what your tan looks like right now. And you started pulling green and I've seen some girls look like Martian esque. It's really sad. So this is a real thing that happens. Um, If you know, you're going to be on your cycle and you know, the show sponsor not to throw them under the bus, but like just for your own peace of mind, I would probably bring a DIY kit protein. You can use our, shameless oh, yeah. like glam girl code um all caps glam girl for discounts on pro tan and do a diy yourself and then for everybody at ben weeder yourself included mm-hmm. i always for a national show have them competitors do an extra night of pro tan if that's the professional tan they're getting um so like if it's a saturday show if they're getting the top coat saturday the base coat professionally done on friday then i always have them do their own DIY um, coat on Thursday, just because it's one of those products that continuously gets darker and continuously processes. So although they're going to rinse it on Friday night and you're going to get the pro spray on Friday evening, that will make your tan so much richer and also just like using the get buffed like weeks in advance. So long story short, um, tan wise, like any other thoughts on that? The, the protein, just noticing the difference back to back with shows and different products, the protein sticks really well. So it goes on really smoothly. It's easy to apply. Don't be intimidated. I applied the mm-hmm. whole entire thing myself, including my back for my base coat, but then even getting the top coat the day of like the bronze, the day of the show, a lot of the time you end up feeling kind of tacky, kind of sticky, kind of afraid to sit down. Kind of, you're always messing things up. You're always going back. We stay really hydrated, which means we're using the bathroom all day long. And honestly, the protein just sticks and it it doesn't smudge much. I maybe got touched up once or twice and I was drinking a lot of water and peeing all day because when I stay hydrated, that's when my body tightens up. So we make sure that I'm drinking water and the protein just feels solid and it's smooth and it dries out really nice and it really doesn't drip or smudge that much. Um, and, and the professionals that are putting it on you too, even if you're doing your own and you just need to get them, get it touched up, they do it so fast and they're so good at it and I cannot sing their praises enough. So, yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about your suit. So you did something a little bit different, and this was different for me, too, as a coach. You were my first person, so tell us about that experience. Okay, so I, I think about a year ago, I saw Ashley caldwell Sir, which is one of my favorite bikini competitors. She was three times Miss Olympia, and she wore an angel competition bikini suit called Planet Earth. 
And I saw her, that suit on stage. And I knew immediately in my heart, I wanted to wear that suit (laughs) and it is gorgeous. It's a blue green sort of mermaid style bikini. There's a little purple in it too. And it's just absolutely beautiful. And I told that to Amy this year when we were talking about prep, I was like the planet earth by Ashley is my absolute favorite suit in the world. And she was like, Oh, I have it. I have that suit. So um, she let me try it on, even though it was a molded cup. I have never worn a molded cup and I do not have implants. So when I um, put on the bikini, I stuff it like crazy. We do pads, we do pillow stuffing. We just are trying to create those beautiful curves. Um, And so with the molded cup, you were not sure that that would work on me since I don't have implants, but we tried it on and I do have quite a wide rib cage as well. And so I don't know if that helped the structure of it, but it actually laid really nice on me. It looked good. It was my favorite suit and my favorite look overall. And I got to wear it twice. So I got to be yeah. in the suit two times, which was amazing. Uh, and I, I thought it yeah. was really good. Probably my best look so far. Yeah, I had always hesitated to put a molded cup on somebody that doesn't have implants because it already comes with padding um, in it. So you can't manipulate it like I can like with an empty cup where I can put tons of pillow stuffing to kind of like create my own shape. But I felt like it looked so good on you. So I'm going to start trying the molded cup on more um, people that don't have implants. And this is my key to getting a good top fit. I mean – Hands down, like I shout out to Angel for uh, always evolving with the sport and they created this molded cup like a year or two ago. And I think it's genius. It's such a great idea um, because it really just looks so presentable and nice on stage. But um, I've lost my train of thought. So what I'm trying to say here is like you need to make sure that even if somebody doesn't have implants that you're getting a large top. That was where my brain was going. Don't get a small because then it's just going to make your boobs look smaller on stage. Mm -hmm. Get the large top or the extra large so that you can pat it, you can stuff it. So then you can look like you, you know, you look like you had like a size D (laughs) chest, you know, and that's, that's basically what you need on stage if you don't have the implants. So getting that shape and that balance up top, when I look back at your Ben Weider pictures from last year. I just feel like that top of the fabric, it wasn't enough to mm-hmm. fill out your chest. And it it makes your whole body, like especially your upper body, it makes it look smaller when the top's smaller. And I know that sounds like counterintuitive, but it's just like the suit bottoms. Like if they're too – if they have a lot of coverage, it's going to make your glutes look smaller. So yeah. less coverage makes your glutes look bigger. Um, so, yeah, that's my tangent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're kind of running out of time, but I wanted to talk about posing. What do you think, yeah. um, on posing? Was there any differences between these back-to-back peak week shows that we could absolutely? Yes. Well, I think a big thing again was confidence. And so my last show of my season last year was the Ben Weeder and I tripped in my individual routine. And what that did, Mm -hmm. I didn't fall or anything like that. It was a little trip, but it shook my confidence so that on stage I kind of blanked and couldn't really execute the rest of my routine and kind of just walked off. And I really think that hurt me in the judging because I had an okay physique. I was very lean conditioned and my 
my feedback was that I was, you know, lean and conditioned. Um, but I felt like after I had done that in the individual routine, they, they kind of just didn't look at me anymore or maybe didn't compare me like I, like they could have, I don't know if that was a thing or not, but I know it's really important to have confidence. And so by doing a warm up show or a regional show the week before the Ben Weeder, it really helped me shake out my nerves and, and go through my routine smoothly and everything like that. And another thing that really helped me this prep was that we really simplified my routine. We took out some of the extra fluff and we just made it really basic. And that made me feel confident, which made me look forward to practicing. So I did practice my posing more. So I felt more confident going on stage. And then also during the first show, when we were in the comparison round, I was on the end and I'm used to angling myself towards the judges. And Amy was yelling at me from the audience to open up because I had angled myself too much so that you couldn't really see um, my back um, arm. I hadn't pulled my elbow out so you couldn't see my delt. I wasn't creating that nice shape. It was more straight up and down lines. And so that was not me presenting my physique to the best angle. And so I learned a couple of things. First of all, don't angle yourself so much. And then the second thing was wherever your coach is at, you know, tune into her voice and she'll be yelling at you tips and things for on stage. But I think we were able to practice those things to improve and to pose better the week later at Ben Weeder because we had done that warm up show. Yeah. And that's definitely a new trend um, of this year. I've noticed just that in the past, a lot of people would turn belly button completely away from the judges and you really have to open it up a little bit. You have to give up a little bit of that ab instead of like the 90 degree belly button. It's really more like a 45 where you're showing a bit of the ab. Now, I know that seems like it's going to make your waist look thicker, but really the trade off of you not being able, the judges not being able to see your, your back shoulder is not worth it. So stay partially open. It's always a good idea. Um, you definitely always want to twist at the core too, but, mm-hmm. but yeah not letting your symmetry get compromised by one shoulder, not presenting fully. And then really quickly, again, I know we're running out of time, but with the back-to-back peak weeks, Mm -hmm. we had to do things a little bit different, like with your front load. So normally we deplete for three days, you know, with super compensation, we do a huge load of carbs and then titrate down. So for you, I wanted you to have a free meal on Saturday night, I know you were um, like not sure about that, but I think that the free meal really worked in terms of just like letting some cortisol go down and being a little bit more relaxed about food and not having diet foods. Sometimes with competitors too, I feel like it helps with their digestion also Mm -hmm. just not continually repeating the same foods. Mm -hmm. Um, But like that burger, you know, the little bit more fat than what you normally have was very beneficial. And then since it was a Friday show and there wasn't really even six days in between, we kind of did like a modified front load, but we ended up doing your carb load. We just did it like a little bit closer to the show than what we normally do, but I thought it worked out great. You know, you really were your tie-ins were showing and you had your best placement yet at a national show, which you shared that was fifth in open F correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you had mentioned that earlier, but um, overall thoughts on your 
your year of progress and just these back-to-back peak weeks. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think that uh, in this sport, we learn as we go. And I have learned so much with every prep and I've learned so much with every improvement season. And I've learned we've made huge changes like not cutting water, day of the show, not using a water pill. We've learned, you know, that I need to lean out with a couple of shows. We've learned that back-to-back peak weeks does really good with my body. We've learned that having a refeed that is a burger and like potatoes, not, you know, just extra ground turkey and rice cakes, my body does really well with that. And we've learned to simplify, you know, my posing and to make sure my hair and makeup is good. And so just keep doing the sport and keep repeating, like growing and knowing that with every season that you do, you will learn and you'll grow and you'll get better. And so just continue on and just know that you are improving and you're always looking to just beat your own package and better yourself and learn how to do healthier preps. And the healthier you can do a prep, the better you're going to look on stage as well. And so I'm just looking forward to going into this next season having what we know now and just growing on it and continuing to work on health, continuing to work on my physique, continuing to do better. And I'm just encouraging. That's actually the feedback I got from the head judge, Becky um, Clausen at Ben Weeder was just keep going, keep building. Mm -hmm. You have good structure, keep building, keep improving, just keep competing. So that's kind of what I learned here. Yeah, I love it. Well, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, please tag us on your story. If you enjoyed the content, we are found at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And we are running a end of the year special with our VIP pricing. It's actually lower than even our standard pricing, which um, if you don't know anything about our, our competition packages, the VIP does include posing and, um, you know, as needed accountability calls and things like that. So it's a really great deal. We'll put the show notes, uh, link in the show notes, if that works for you, Lee Marie, so that they can click on that. Yeah. And so you can also find it on our homepage at glamgirlbikini.com. Um, if you would like to apply for the team, go ahead and hit that get started button and that those deals go on until December 31st. So make sure you take advantage if you want to train with Lee Marie or myself. All right. With that, we will end this episode. Thanks for listening, guys.